Welcome to our Wednesday podcast on the Psalms, some simple devotional thoughts. Today we consider Psalm 73. There are some questions about life that have always been around and will never go away. Questions that are ever old and yet ever new. And this psalm is based around one of those questions. Why do the wicked so often prosper while the innocent, the righteous, suffer? There are variations on this question, but at its heart, it is a question that recognises life seems unfair. The wicked prosper, the righteous suffer. Whatever the problem with his thinking as he views life, the psalmist begins with a clear conviction. In verse 1, truly God is good to Israel. Note this word, truly. It is the psalmist saying, It is so, whatever my doubts. And whatever the psalmist struggles with, he knows that God is good towards his people. God cannot act unjustly, unkindly, unfaithfully, unwisely with regard to his people, described in verse 1 as pure. But whilst the psalmist has a conviction, he has a struggle as he looks around at life. In verse 3, he describes the feelings of envy when he sees the wicked getting away with it. For I was envious of the arrogant when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. And he voices frustration when he effectively says, being good isn't worth it because you just suffer. So in verses 13 and 14, all in vain have I kept my heart clean and washed my hands in innocence. For all day long I have been stricken and rebuked every morning. Verses 4 to 12 give us a description of the wicked. They are described as arrogant, verses 4 to 8, prosperous and at ease with life, verses 4 and 5 and 12, popular, verse 10, and ungodly, verses 9 and 11. And in all of this, they don't appear to suffer. And the psalmist also recognises another problem. If he gives in to the envy, if he keeps going around voicing the problem, then he will eventually lead others of God's people astray. So verse 15, If I had said, I will speak thus, I would have betrayed the generation of your children. So he's going to have to curb his tongue. So what's the answer? Well, the psalmist tells us, get a right perspective. See it from God's point of view. Get an eternal perspective. How do you do that? Go to God and lay the whole struggle before him. So in verse 17, I went in to the sanctuary of God. And when the psalmist did that, he got a divine and eternal perspective on things. In verses 17 to 19, Then I discern their end. Truly you set them in slippery places. You make them fall to ruin. How they are destroyed in a moment, swept away utterly by terrors. You see, he'd been so bogged down with the prosperity of the wicked in the present world 
that he had forgotten there was eternity and eternal consequences for all who are ungodly. All their prosperity in this life will vanish before the judgment of God. Eternal loss is their destiny, and no prosperity on earth can compensate for that. Getting things in perspective and seeing the bigger picture is so important for us. And when the psalmist did it, we see in verses 21 and 22, he was ashamed of his unbelief and envy. And then in verses 23 to 28, we see that he realises what really matters. What is all the worldly wealth compared to having God always with him, upholding him, guiding him? Verses 23 and 24, you hold my right hand, you guide me with your counsel. And the real treasure in his life is God. In verse 25, whom have I in heaven but you? And there is nothing on earth that I desire beside you. And even in his affliction and hard time, God is sufficient for him. In verse 26, my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. However much we are struggling with life at the moment, do know that God is good. You can trust him and do seek to get a right perspective and see the bigger picture. Join me on Friday for Psalm 74.